Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Stacey Sanseverino. How are you, Stacey? I'm great, and what a great voice you have to be the voice. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Stacey. I'm actually really excited to talk about what you're working on. Stacy has a very interesting uh, business, which is called Agent University by Stacy, which seems to tackle kind of a, a missed area, which kind of offers an all-encompassing way of training real estate agents to hit the market and handle all of the lovely stresses that they have in their their lives. And so I'm excited to go into what you're working on at Agent University by Stacy. But before we get there, Stacy, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Well, I first got in started in real estate by investing in my first house and my first rental back in 2001. So it's going on 21 years now. And at the time, I was actually working in my graduate studies field, and I really didn't love that. Um, <laughs> I was working in city planning, and you know, it was very long-range planning. It was hard to get things done. And I realized about myself that I really liked more shorter-term goals, and I was uh, I had a drive, you know. So when my agent in 2003 said, "Hey," why don't you, you know, you're not, well, I had already quit my job by that point. My agent's like, you're not really doing anything. Why don't you, you know, get your real estate license? And at the time I was renovating a house, which I'm not at all handy. Um, and it was like my third investment. And I was like, yeah, let's go, go do that. So I got my license, you know, like a lot of people, oh, I had an interest in real estate, you know, there were no better opportunities that felt right for me. So I yeah. got my license in 2004. And uh, yeah, so I'm going on 18 years and awesome. it was the best decision on a whim. That's great. And I, I think that clearly that little step then became a bigger step and you've obviously had a successful career in real estate, but more recently you've launched uh, Agent University by Stacy, and I'm keen to learn more about what you're working on there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've always been interested in education and no matter where I've worked, you know, I used to be a paralegal. I used to work at Starbucks. I used to have all sorts of different jobs. No matter where I worked, I always ended up taking the procedures and repackaging it to teach others and just simplifying it. Um, so it was no surprise that within real estate, I was teaching classes pretty early on. And then I really noticed a gap in the contracts training specifically. So when, you know, we're independent contractors as real estate agents. So brokers have a hard time telling agents exactly what to do to get trained and be successful. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of times provide, you know, oh, how to get buyers, how to get sellers, how to, you know, do a consultation and, you know, things like that. But the education overall is very scattered. It's not very directed. And it, there's a huge gap with contracts. Um, you know, you may have one broker class a month. Maybe you have a couple, but they're only going to go so far and not so in depth. And there are agents starting every day of the week. Um, right. One year when I was, um, and actually, let me just back up for a second. So 
from 20, uh, 2004 to 2015, I was solely in production, uh, meaning just doing sales. Okay. And then in 2016, I started doing more leadership roles within my the team that I was on and in, within my brokerage. So right. either a productivity coaching role or a sales manager role. And so I started to work with agents to see how we could get the best out of them. Right. Um, and yet we kept running into this issue of the independent contractor status, which I call independent contractoritis, where... <laughs> New people don't want to be told how to be successful, or if they do, people have a hard time within the industry holding them to a standard mm. um, and really telling them what they need to do. I have no problem right. telling people what to do, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds to me what you were finding was a level of kind of inconsistency, right? Some people knew a little bit about one thing. Perhaps they didn't know anything about another topic. And really, I would say in such a dynamic marketplace as as realtors work in, you know, the realtor is such an important person in the customer's life. You know, it's it's almost like a lawyer in, in, in some ways, because you really look at that realtor as your guide on contracts and all of those types of things. So you're absolutely right. Training is absolutely key. I mean, we live right now in probably one of the most dynamic real estate markets. You know, friends of mine that work in the industry are are just telling me kind of crazy stories right now um, as people shifted to the burbs during the early phases of the pandemic. And I'd just be curious to see what you're seeing in the marketplace today and how it's evolving. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing exactly what your friends are talking about in terms of um, people say reevaluating their life. You know, I had clients that moved to Georgia to the mountains. I'm like, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, look wow. at your hot tub. Like, that's amazing. Um, whereas I, you know, I like to say I've been, lived in this concrete urban jungle for over 20 years now. <laughs> I even bought a single family house this uh, past year in order to have some more green space. So I have kind of two houses <laughs> I live in nice. um, and I cohabitate with a family in the other one. So that's an interesting experience. So no toddlers today in the background, but maybe another day. Um, but yeah, so everybody's like reevaluating what's important to them. And I think also just uh, slowing down in their life, you know, and I think this year has been a, a year of self-care for myself within the industry and just really learning how to take good care of myself. And that's a big issue that agents face within, you know, when they get into a sales career because their attention is so scattered. It's not directed they're constantly in the car on the go, maybe eating fast food. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the way I like to approach working with agents is really giving them a realistic view of what it looks like to be an agent. Yeah. I'd, lo systems. I'd love to know more. If I was an agent and I said, Stacy, I need help. <laughs> I, need, I, I need to go back to school. How would that work? Uh, well, logistically you'd sign up for my boot camps okay you no know, the i i teach in pennsylvania and in delaware okay and so the the course is about 13 14 weeks i give you more time within the program to complete the the content and every all the classes are online and at mm -hmm. your own pace and on your own time so back in the day when i was teaching live and what learning what agents behavior was I learned that people couldn't commit to my schedule or the broker's schedule or anybody else's schedule but their own because a lot of people were shifting out of one career into this mm -hmm. or 
they, you know, had the one client they're working with can do showings at the exact time of an important class. So I created Agent University online so people could take it with my direction. Hey, here's what to do first, second, third, in order, online, on your own time. And then let's meet up on Zoom every week and discuss what you've learned or a situation that you're working on or you know, sometimes we are talking about time blocking, you know, mm. or, you know, things that are not specific to real estate, but things that are critical for people's success. Um, so yeah, That's so great. logistically they would sign up online, they'd be delivered the content within one business day. And ideally I'd see you every week. Um, as far as mindset goes, I would say, you know, this, if this is your first time being an independent contractor and your own boss, like you are probably a great CEO, you have great vision for where you would like to see your business. But you as a manager and you as an employee are probably not that great when you are the CEO. So right. now that you're all three, you know, people in your own business, just act like you have a job. Act like there are consequences <laughs> if you don't show up. Because like if you have a job, you're going to get fired if you don't show up. And yet it's really hard. I don't know why. It's really hard for people to show up consistently, you know, to yeah. really put in the time. And I hear this all the time. I'm a hands-on learner. All right. Well, at some point you're going to have to do it the old fashioned way. You know, like there are people that went to business school. I'm sure right. they're a hands-on learner, yet no person in the field has as much time as you need them to have to train you exactly what you need to know. Right. You know? So if you want to get into business and make thousands of dollars immediately, you're going to have to do a lot of work on your own. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say that one of the beauties of what you're doing is, you know, it, you are teaching basically people to be successful entrepreneurs, really, to run successful sole proprietorships. And it is very, very challenging to be efficient in that world when you yeah. don't know everything. And so, yeah, training is absolutely critical. That line that you just gave is so, it, it, it seems probably so straightforward, but in fact, it's, it's so important for individuals. I've uh, launched several of my own companies and one was an agency. And when I, I launched that company, at first it was just me sitting in a room, you know, sitting in an office. And, you know, it was quite easy to be distracted. And then, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have to catch myself and say, listen, I have to be doubly organized, you yeah. know, to, to make this thing fly and work. So I, I love what you're telling me. So tell me a little bit, though, I mean, the last couple of years have been interesting. You mentioned that perhaps you were doing in class, you know, I probably probably face to face classes before. But how have things changed for you over over this pandemic moment? And um, how about the opportunities that maybe it's presented to you? Well, it's really funny because I started transitioning all of my classwork online in 2019. So, and I was um, pretty much focused on a small group of, of people within a team in my office. And then I, it was um, my, it was literally March, I think it was that I was ready to launch. Like, so I think May was my official launch of 2020. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect because people are already going on to Zoom, you know, doing you know, used to doing everything online now. So it looked like I was kind of following the trend, but I was actually, this is where I was planning on going anyway. Um, and the pandemic obviously made it easier for people to accept that this was the new way it was going mm -hmm. to be. 
you know, and we've only recently started to have in-person meetings at the office and most meetings at the office still have a Zoom link to it. You know, nice. one yesterday didn't, and I was very disappointed. It was like, I can't be there, you know? Um, but one thing I love is that I don't have to commute, you know, to an office. I never really had to, but we, I think we're realizing we could be as efficient um, for the most part online together if we need meetings or classes and we can save that hour you know half hour in the front end half hour in the back end and actually do more work so yeah absolutely some people though are not geared they're not set up to work at home very well you know like whether it's family distractions pet distract distractions they get distracted like i don't get distracted at home i mm -hmm. i really like it you know um yeah. And then as far as working with clients, you know, I still actively work with buyers and sellers. So we're doing Zooms all the time. And I think, especially with sellers, usually my conversations, it's not just, oh, I go over to their house and I have them sign paperwork and we're ready to list. Usually yeah. because I act like a consultant to them, they might invite me in the conversation months before they're ready, because I'm going to help them know what to do with the house so that they can mm -hmm. net the most. So I want to be involved as soon as possible. And that yeah. doesn't always require an in-person visit. So these multiple right. conversations could happen over time over Zoom, or maybe the first ones in person and then subsequent ones are online. And yeah. I think, you know, and even, even coaching, you know, I get coached and it used to be on the phone, voice to voice. Now it's online, you know, face to face. I love it because yeah. it's just easier to be, stay focused and engaged when there's a person in front of you. It just seems, you know, a lot of the things that you're outlining, Stacey, seem like great evolutions of the industry and things that are going to make it more efficient, make it possible to have ongoing learning and training, which we all need, right? We all need that. And so it seems like what Agent University by Stacey is doing is really very, very helpful. But I mean, as you look forward in 2022, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I, I know everyone's freaking out about these interest rates and all these types of things. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what we should do there. But also with agents, people that are considering going into this industry, because it is right now, I would argue, probably the most, if not one of the most dynamic industries right now. So context and history is everything when you're considering interest rates. You know, when I started, my my primary mortgages were all around six percent. My sec, I had secondary mortgages around nine percent. You know, so every couple of years when I'm training agents on these benchmarks, these um, you know things they can remember in their head, like you know, every, at six percent, every ten thousand dollars is sixty dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Every couple of years, I have to shift. I'm like, okay, at four and a half percent, it's now you know fifty dollars. Okay, at three and a half percent, now it's forty two dollars. You know, so. Um, I would say, yeah, interest rates are going to fluctuate. Um, prices probably will adjust subtly. Right. And what I have noticed is even though our inventory levels are low, so like a one-to-one -one ratio of a buyer to seller is a balanced market. And when we look at past sales compared to active listings, we can say, all right, if there were a hundred past sales and a hundred active listings in a you know, total of a six-month period, that's a one-to-one -one ratio. That's a balanced market. What we're seeing, you know, typically is there'll be, um, let's say, 100 sales and 50 active listings. So it's a, a wow. two to one or 150 sales to 50 sales. So three to one. So in the past year to two years, I've seen 18 to one. You know, I've wow. competed in as many as 35 buyers 
in one off round of offers for a property. Um, <laughs> but I have seen that less and less. And if your property is not that perfect, like dollhouse, interior designer house, like you're not going to just get whatever price you want. Right. You know, so so I'm seeing days on market go higher as inventory levels stay really low. So to mm. me, that just says buyers are not just going to buy anything. You know, maybe they have choices as to stay where they're at, you know, rent for another year um, and not just jump in. So, you know, yeah. literally yesterday, somebody was saying, are the prices affected by the interest rates? So it's like, well, I think it's a little too fast. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's going to take a little time for that impact to be felt. Yeah, I, I'm feeling that here. I mean, I, I'm based in Miami and it's probably one of the most active real estate markets in the country right now. Prices have just gone through the roof. And so everyone's trying to see like, won't they go down? Won't they slow down? And every time you talk to agents, they're like, nope. <laughs> so, you know, Historical levels of appreciation are three to 5%. So, you know, every 10 years or thereabouts, a house price should double, you yeah. know? So, you know, the, uh, in Philly, I think the statistic is we were appreciating for 9% for like 20 years straight, wow. you know? So that's unsustainable. So we need a market correction. Yeah, I hear you. Know? you. But, you know, this is a long-term thing. I mean, gone are the days where you're buying a property to make money on it in a year or two or three. Like, that's just ridiculous. You're but barely I, mean, I just look at the nature of the conversation we're having right now, and it just goes back to the purpose and need for something like the Agent University, uh, because you're a huge part of people's financial portfolio. This is not just a transactional business. This is actually, you're, you're an advisor. You're an important advisor for someone's life. So yeah. it totally makes sense. Stacy. it's been great talking to you today. If someone wanted to find out more about Agent University by Stacy, where, where should they go? AgentUniversityByStacy.com. And Stacy is S-T-A-C-Y.com. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So AgentUniversityByStacy.com. Excellent. Yeah. Singular well, Agent University, yep. Excellent. Well, it's been great talking to you today. We've been speaking with Stacy Sanseverino. She is a coach and a trainer and a founder of the Agent University by Stacy. We've been talking to her about, you know, working with realtors and helping them through the process of kind of, I'd say, increasing their knowledge base on all areas to be a, an effective and influential advisor for their clients and to really push them and, and help them go to the next level. Also, just to handle the complexity of essentially being an entrepreneur and running a sole proprietorship. It's, it's not an easy thing for anybody, and it does require a lot of learning and discipline. So, Stacy, thank you so much. This has thank been really, so really much, interesting. Yeah. And I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much. I do too. Cheers.